Well, welcome back to the podcast. We've been calling it the Monday Mentor. Last week we didn't have a name, but we kind of settled on the Monday Mentor. I'm Derek, and I got my bride here with me. Courtney. <laughs> she. I wish this was a video podcast because she's dancing to the intro music. <laughs> I guess she likes it. <laughs> hey, uh, one reminder as we get started, uh, this podcast comes from Courtney's office, which is in our home. So if you hear any background noise, it's because we live here. And I think our puppy dogs are looking at each other like they're about to fight. Uh, hey, announcement before we get going. Courtney released her second book. Ebook. Ebook. It's still a book, babe. It's on Amazon. We'll, uh, it's a different kind of pretty. And um, we'll put the link somewhere below this so you can... Uh, Get you a copy of that. Get your wife a copy of that. Get your friend a copy of that. Hooray. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome. Topic for today is church hurt. We'll talk about church hurt today. Um, it's a it's a topic that is huge, isn't it, Courtney? It is. It's kind of hard to even get into this because there's so many layers of it and we're just hitting the surface today. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you know, I, a few weeks ago, and I hope this isn't in your notes because we don't, we don't prescript any of this, but a few, I guess a month ago, um, we were in church and somehow it came up, you know, when you were sharing and praying and um, you you, ba- you kind of made the statement, said, tired of hearing about church hurt. You know, I wish somebody would talk about church help and how the church has helped them. So I think that's kind of maybe where this conversation is, is stemming from, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's not that I'm just tired of hearing it. I would like to discuss it with people. I would like to do something about it instead of just hearing all the time that the church is bashed, you know, about how much hurt it's caused. I want to talk about church health at some point. But right now there's so much hurt that we really have to face it. We don't need to ignore it. We need to we need to get into this and talk with more people about it. Well, you know, we're going to start having people on the podcast, so mm-hmm. we'll extend this conversation down the line somewhere and get, you know, get some people in mm-hmm. because, um, I mean, it really is a, it's a touchy subject. You know, hey, we're, we passed our church. We don't hide from that. We're not trying to do this podcast and act like we're not connected to the church. We passed our church mm-hmm. and um, we've had a lot of people through the years leave because of church hurt. And, you know, I think a flip side that a lot of preachers, ourselves included maybe, or at least me, don't talk about is a lot of the people that have shown up at our church that we're happy to see them coming. We don't realize they're coming because of church hurt somewhere else. You some, know? some maybe. No, I don't mean all of them, but yeah. I'm sure that in the mix of people that attend our church, some of them have come to our church because they hurt somewhere else mm-hmm. and um, um i'm not saying that church pastors should turn them out because of that i don't mean that at all we've accepted them with open arms um but it really is it's a uh it's far and it's wide and mm-hmm. i think it, i you know just my first thought on it um is it's a plan of the enemy you know he wants people <clears throat> he wants me to say something wrong i put myself on the hot seat as a pastor mm-hmm. he wants me to say something wrong or not do something right or not show up to the right event or um whatever and someone i guess get their feelings hurt get upset with me or whatever and turn and blame that on the church and that you know it's the ch- no that was derek who is a human <laughs> right i mean if you know as 
better than anybody that I am a human and I'm not going to get it right all the time. And he wants people to take my humanity and where I, not even saying I'm do something wrong or mess something up, but according to them, I dropped the ball. I didn't fulfill their wish, and therefore they turned that toward the church. The church hurt me because somehow me and you are put in that place as like we are the church, and because of that, um, they get hurt at the church. So what they do is they um, begin to separate themselves. They came to church. They were the church. They were a part of the church. That they got hurt, so now the church has hurt them. And, you know, um, we know that these things are real because we've dealt with them too. But when you separate yourself, it's almost like, well, you know, in a way, um, it's kind of like some people are saying, well, I don't have a lot in this, I'm getting out. Well, with us being in ministry, we've put our lives into it. So it's not like when we get hurt, we can't just jump out. Right. We have to stay, and in staying, it causes us to um, be discipled through the trials. And, you know, this is a scripture that I looked up, and I'll read it real quick, but it's from um, from James 1.4. It says, Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. What's, the problem is we're lacking in a lot of areas, and it's because we haven't let perseverance finish its work. We haven't let it finish the work so that we will be mature and complete. So we're incomplete. We're immature people. And we we are lacking so much because we're just not going to put up with all that. And we're just going to leave. Now, I left for a whole month because of some things I was facing as a pastor's wife. So I was honest and I said, I'm going to take a break for a whole month. I'm not going to be around here. I'm going to go to a different body of Christ each Sunday. You know, I went to AG churches. I, but in that, I wanted to heal. I wasn't getting out to bash the church, which I could have. But I decided that I wanted to be a part of, I wanted to heal. I wasn't just going to be running around being a spokesman for the enemy. And that's what happens is these people that, Go. What I've seen is, yes, they have real hurt. But what I've also seen is they they don't realize they're becoming a spokesman for the enemy against Jesus's bride. And so what happens is what I have seen is they just stay stuck. They're not going anywhere else. Some of these people, they're they're They get hurt. They stay out. They do not move forward in their life because they're bitter or something's going on where they they are just totally stuck. That is not God's plan for your life. I'm just letting you know that right now. And there is a way to deal with hurts. We're supposed to face those hurts. We're supposed to let people know about them. If they don't listen, you take somebody else with you. You know, you're supposed to be confronting this in a decent manner so that we can move forward in maturity. Well, I, I think that that's a great key there. You hit on it a little bit is what the script, because the truth is, is with church hurt, is it, it's usually, I'd say most of the time, it's an offense. Mm-hmm. And then like I was talking about, I dropped the ball because I'm a pastor, but I'm a human, and I dropped the ball at times. And when we drop the ball on people and when we, uh, when we mess something up in their eyes, if the response to that, they get offended at me, so rather than deal with me, 
they blame it on the church. Well, you you know, you were talking about, you said I attended some other body of Christ. You attended some other uh, sections of the body of Christ, but we are all the body of Christ, and that's the issue. You become a spokesperson for the enemy. Mm-hmm. You begin to affect and hurt the whole body of Christ. So the right thing to do is to come to who hurt you. If it's a person down the pew, if it's a person in leadership, if it's uh, somebody you attend church with that maybe you don't like, whatever the case, the issue is to go to them, to directly go to them and talk to them about it. That's the thing to do. It's to make sure that you deal with them directly because when we don't deal with whoever has hurt us or broke us directly, then we become that spokesperson for the enemy where we just begin to broadcast, here's what's wrong with the church. And look, man, just read the disciples and Jesus. There was drama with those guys. As, I mean, they were the epitome, the top, but there was drama with those guys, and there was church hurt within them, but Jesus taught them how to deal with it. And I think that's the thing. You know, we could we could leak over into, if we're not careful, we could leak over into just talking about all the people that have acted like the church hurt them, and because of that, they hurt us. But what are the solutions? I mean, that's that's what we're here about today is right. solutions. And, you know, one of the solutions that I wrote down when I look at this is is this right here, to recognize that it's not God that's hurt us. Because a lot of times people want to turn and blame God. Well, I'm just going to get out of church because every time I try, I get hurt. Well, that's not God. That's people. That's that's the people that God has set in the church. That's the believers. That's uh, even the leadership. But it's not God. And I think, I think if we don't bring that to the forefront, that hey, your church hurt is not God hurting you. It's people hurting you. And we got to learn how to deal with people, don't we? Yeah. Um. Just mm, it was recently. Um. I won't say names, but I hear all the time that the church hurt somebody. So this situation was an older gentleman, and we were talking, and he told me that he went to visit a church, and they were there at his house before he got home, before he got to his house. Um, And they were talking to him when he pulled up. They were talking to him about some things. The way he perceived it is that they were trying to get him to do things for the church. It wasn't about him. He didn't feel like it was about him. It was about what he could do for the church. So he never went back, never. He does not intend to ever go back. And um, I don't know, I just feel like in that situation, he had the responsibility as an adult to look at them and say, this isn't my type of um, pursuing someone to go to church. Um, Thank you, but this is not, where I'm supposed to be or just something instead of now he tells everyone who talks to him about church about this situation. He never went back to any church. And to me that I'm sorry, but that we have a responsibility to be disciplined, discipled, to push, um, you know, to not push against growth, to not leave spiritual places where we could grow and get better. Um, we need to learn how to stay and not run. If it's for a little bit of time, that's fine. But um, 
you know, I read a book called Don't Quit in the Dip by Sean Nepstad, and I did a blog post about it. You can go on from here to the world.org and you can look that up. Don't quit in the dip. Um, so that's, you know, just some encouragement. But my mom used to always say, look, Christians hold the most responsibility to live out r- rightly in front of non-Christians. So if it's a non-Christian, the Christians are supposed to show them hey, this is how we do it, you know, just like if you go in for surgery or you go in for, you know, to the hospital to have something done, first thing they do is they give you something to sign. This might not go the way you think it's going to go. Here, sign here. (laughs) Well, maybe we need to have that for the church. That's awesome. Seriously, <laughs> that's awesome. This may not go the can, way planned, and you can, just sign on the dotted line like like no big deal. Yeah, but when it comes to the church, we don't we don't do that. Yeah, so um, I think we need to come to be a learner, a listener, and part of the healing. Don't come to be a pest. Don't come to try to figure out who's doing wrong and how how can I leave the quickest way possible. Yeah, and a lot of people are digging in looking for a reason. They're looking, and I think we got to go back to this. And this is this is the theme. It's it's church hurt. It's it's not a church problem. It's a people problem. It's it's not a church problem. It's a people problem. And I I remember telling a fellow one time he leaving the church he was mad he was mad about the way his wife was treated and I finally told him look wherever you're going your wife's gonna be there you know and and the mindset behind that was not you know it was hey we got to work internally you know this isn't external and yeah that person probably shouldn't have done that should have handled it differently but the reality is is we hold the hurt we talked about this on the last podcast we hold the hurt inside you know, what happens in their yard is in their yard. It's not dropping in our yard until we pull it into our yard. And, I mean, I'm going <laughs> to hate to get crude here on the podcast, but I'm going to drop the F word on the podcast. Which F word are you talking about? Forgiveness. Okay. I mean, and forgiveness, <laughs> I, know it, I know it's not easy. It's a choice. I choose to forgive. Maybe choosing to forgive it in the hard part, but choosing to leave it there and walk off from it is the hard part. And I mean, really, all this church hurt has to do with offenses, which the Bible tells us how to deal with it. And it's not the person that has offended that has to deal with it. It's the person that is offended. Because a lot of times a person that is offended don't even know they've offended somebody. Well, it does say too in Matthew where there's another portion there where it does talk about um, if you know that someone's offended, at you then you can go and uh, yeah but 99.99 percent of the time i don't know i've offended somebody until they put it on facebook mm-hmm. so the biggest responsibility of this sits with the person who is offended because they sit in it so often and the other person does not even know bring your offering to the altar if you've got a fence if you're offended at somebody you leave it there and go deal with it and i just i think overall it's not a church issue it's a people issue it's a person issue and i think you were saying it earlier if people don't grow up if people don't uh be adults about it and go and say hey you've hurt me and sometimes they don't know how but what's wrong with having a conversation and saying look i don't understand why i feel this way but, mm-hmm. but we got to get it out in the open. I don't understand why I don't like you, or I don't understand why every time I come to church, I, I, 
I feel like I don't want to see you. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm struggling with this. Why? Why? I understand that they probably feel like they got to get all that worked out in their mind before they sit down with anybody. But I think that's what holds up healing a lot of times. Because when I go to the doctor, I don't know what's wrong. I just know I'm hurting. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, what it is is people want to talk a lot of times. They don't care. They don't truly care about the church. You know, Jesus cares about the church. That's because they think the church is the building. Yeah. So if you truly care, you're going to do what it says, and you're going to go sit down with the person. The problem is people don't want to confront. They just want to talk about it. They just want to talk about it. I deal with the same thing, though. I mean, we're talking about all these people, but I deal with the same thing. I don't like confrontation. You know, and it feels like confrontation, but according to the word, it's where healing comes from. It's yeah, what because, fixes it. Yeah, because when you sit down with somebody, it's way different what you say to them than what you're talking around them. <laughs> when you sit down and you actually look at the person, you, you're going to get to the nitty gritty stuff. So that that's the real deal right there. So I think we need to really, all of us need to be Christ-like, not just the people sitting on church pews. I think we need we all have a responsibility to learn. And, um, you know, we'll be tested in our faith. But just like in that book, it says, see that there's benefit in the test. So you value what you are learning. And just to leave this on a good note, it's of utmost importance to me to connect with someone with a spiritual um, truth, you know, to get an understanding together on that level and to somehow make progress. You know, I really want people to be healed. And if people are really searching for healing, they'll stop talking about the church and they will begin to do right, get back in a church somewhere. It might not be every Sunday. It might be once a month. But just get in there and be of good. You know, bring some good value. We're supposed to get to the good. Something's supposed to be produced in us, um, you know, that's good. But we end up with nothing if we allow the process to end and be cut short. Well, I, yeah, putting it back on a good note, you're right. Number three on my list, I only scratched down three things to talk about. Number three is give church a, can- a chance again. So it's exactly what you were just saying, that that bringing it all home. And yeah. we've seen people do it. We've seen people that have been hurt in our church give our church a chance again and healing begin to mm-hmm. come. So, I mean, we're not talking about something here that's foreign to us. We, we've had healing in church. We've been hurt in church. We've had healing in church. We've given it a chance again. And, man, that's just, as we get ready to launch out of here, we promised we're going to try to keep it at 20 minutes, and we're at 18 minutes and oh, 30 good. seconds. Um, but I think that's the closeout is, hey, give it a chance again. Okay. And I also want to address the fact that people right now, you know, we were sitting in, in this spot many times over right now. I don't feel bitter, but right now somebody's hearing this and they're, they're, they're just hurting so bad. Like they're bitter. They're angry. This is even making them frustrated, this conversation. And I just want to speak over you right now to just be healed because I know what this is like. And we know, we know the pain that this can cause and we just want to be part of the healing process and if if you really want to heal then we want to help in that but if you're just ready to keep talking about the church then there I can't help with that I can't help um because I'm supposed to be Christ's bride I'm supposed to be 
here for the church and to take up for the church too. So I'm, I feel neutral sometimes. It's hard. Um, but anyway, there's good things that happen in the church and, um, you know, I'm glad we're doing this, but I know we'll do more later. Well, that's it. Good job. We uh, would love, 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 love for you to check out our sponsors. <laughs> our main sponsor right now is Courtney's Book Writing. <laughs> so go jump on Amazon, look up Courtney Drone, different kind of pretty, and buy a book. Uh, do we have any other sponsors today? We will. <laughs> Roly and Ardo just almost got into a slug fest. We told y'all this is live from our house. You could hear anything in the background. But listen, we love y'all. Um, man, give church a chance again this week, right? Amen. Love you guys. We'll see you on the next podcast. Bye-bye.